Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. <laughs> I'm. What the fuck did you call me a minute ago? What? God. Huh? I'm a Michael. Dick? Yeah, I'm Dick. Oh. Well. Hi, I'm I'm, I'm Boggs. And Boggs is back. I'm my, back. My Harry Boggs whoa, 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 to my whoa, dick. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not back. I'm feeling. I mean, in. back from the last episode. Yeah. Yes. Back from yeah. the grave. And this is your last episode. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I thought you're only in for two. I, was I to... actually am only in for two. This will be the last time I fill in. Uh, uh, basically, just for time. You know, I don't have. I'm, I'm uh, even even this right now. I'm, I'm a. I have a gig Friday. I've got to prep for. It's a new band. Not my own. I'm filling in for a dude. Ah. So as soon as um, I'm done with this, I'm going to yeah. be up till probably. Do you hear what he said? He's filling in a dude. Licking some tire. Oh man, come on now. Is that what that's? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. He's man. he's trying to figure it out. No, you know, I got it. It's rim just, job. Yeah. Licking some tire. I've never heard it. I've never heard that phrase before. So now I'm really. I'm gonna have to test that on some of my peers and just see if they know what it is. He's gonna ask Learn them if he can lick new. their tire. Um. So yeah. Uh, I know we're going to get into some de- debate talk and all that stuff, and we're debate shit out of everybody with Trump and all that crap. But I mean, to be fair, we really haven't talked about Trump in depth in a while, so I think it's you know it's overdue. Um, but before that, I do have a uh, Intel Savers exclusive story? Uh, Trump allegedly, and by the time you guys hear this, it's probably already news, but. You heard it here first, sort of. <laughs> Trump allegedly did business in Cuba before the embargo was lifted. That's not surprising. His company, they set up a kind of dummy company and instructed uh, senior people within his company to go in there under this company and start setting up shops for hotels and such and so forth. So it didn't have his name on it and all that stuff. It didn't have Trump plastered on the side of the building. Yeah. It didn't say El Trumpo. This was uh, <laughs> in the late 90s. Okay. So and that's what I actually, uh, it came in, because I don't know if you remember, but he was trying to go for a presidential bid for the Reform Party then. Do you remember that? I, it was I, back in 99. I mean, I know for... 
it seems like the last two decades he's been flirting he was, with the president. Yeah, he but. was flirting the idea. So he was trying to sort of build up a campaign, and he actually did talk to a whole bunch of Cuban immigrants and talked about how the embargo should never be released. Fidel Castro is an evil man, and he lines his pockets on the backs of his people and blah, 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 blah. Basically fed them a whole bunch of bullshit. Meanwhile, he is actually doing business in Cuba. So this whole time where he's sitting there trying to get the Cuban vote, mm-hmm. saying that he uh, will, you know, and he even said it uh, this week where he talked about he would kind of get rid of Obama's, uh, you know, lift of the embargo and he would put it in place and be even stricter on the Ooh. Fidel Castro regime and all that stuff. Meanwhile, he's doing business and lining the pockets that he talks about being so harsh on. Eh, that's really nothing new, man. Like, think about oh, this. I understand it, but that's pretty fucking damning, especially in the Republican Party, because you know how fucking crazy they are about commies. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Conservatives and the Republicans are the ones that want the big embargoes and stuff like that. So it doesn't matter if he did business underhanded. They appreciate that. They'll applaud him for getting away with that because they love that kind of shit. But the fact that he wants to slap an embargo on him and be even tougher, that's all they'll focus on. They'll be like, yeah, that's what we're talking about because, you know, we got to hold him down because those Cubans are such a threat to mankind. But he illegally did business. Yeah. Dick what Cheney. He did was Dick, illegal. Yeah. And Dick Cheney's company, when he was in charge of Halliburton, some of their subsidiaries did oh, business with, a, with Iran. <laughs> where? I'm just well saying aware. though that they all do that and everybody knows about it and nobody gives a shit. And the public doesn't understand that stuff. I mean, I don't think most people even see Cuba as a threat anyway. So when you talk about embargoes and this and that, they really don't understand. They're like, well, my favorite baseball players are Cuban. I don't understand. <laughs> like, they don't see it as a big deal. So, And as much other shit as he said and done, I don't see that really getting any traction either. I mean, hey, if it comes out, I mean, it... Maybe it'll maybe a couple of those moderate conservatives who are borderline for him or Jer- Gary Johnson may switch over to Gary Johnson, but it's not going to really help Hillary any. Clinton, Clinton. Speaking of which, Johnson kicked himself in the ass again. What did what did the fucker say this time? Uh, I can't remember what show he was on, but he was asked to name his favorite uh, foreign leader. And he said Vladimir Putin. And he couldn't. Well. He didn't have a name. He didn't know a single leader of another nation. I'm sure he did, man. It's just, it's hard to choose. There's so many awesome ones out there. (laughs) I mean, really. He should have said Coney. That would have been great. I I can't remember. He was like, oh, uh, blah, blah, blah from Mexico. He's like, I can't remember the name. (laughs) That Mexican motherfucker. Yeah, that that Mexican dude. <laughs> you know that that fucking wetback. What the fuck? <laughs> that he fucking runs that country he below. He can't us. name a single foreign leader, and this guy wants to be president. Eh, you know he smoked a lot of pot. He's is just, he gonna is is he gonna wing it? Is he just gonna be like ah? I'll kind of learn it on the fly. You know this whole foreign policy stuff. I'll just kind of yeah. Well, think about it this way. Yeah. Basically, it's no different than Trump. The only thing I could say for Gary Johnson Agreed. is at least he's been a governor of a state, so he does understand somewhat how the political workings, uh, you know, go. As far as uh, Trump, he has no fucking idea. He doesn't oh, understand totally the Constitution, the, how the Supreme Court works, how Congress works. He doesn't really get any of this. 
So yeah, you didn't you didn't lay out a red carpet and put a golden seat under my ass. Yeah. So I'm just gonna leave your country and say fuck you. That's uh, Trump's foreign policy. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I know Boggs is dying to get into the debate talk since he didn't yeah. watch the fucking debate. Nope, didn't watch a minute, and I am proud that I did not. So fucking. The, we gave him one fucking you mission. Didn't, you didn't watch the debate, but you were Facebooking about it. No, I was Facebooking like just... Or just putting up jokes and shit. Yeah, basically. Jokes over here. Hey, I said that Trump was a master debater. Ask his daughter. See? It's wit- I mean, that's fair. It's witty bond yep. mods like that that yep. have got him where he is today. That's not accurate, but thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. <laughs> He was a master debater the other night, though. Before we start, start talking about the, uh, the actual debate itself and the candidates, I, I wanted to ask, what's your opinion on Lester Holt and how he handled things? Because he's taken a lot of shit. Um, the only thing that I didn't like, like, I, I didn't mind that he let them talk and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't, that didn't bother me. I know it bothered some people. They were like, oh, you should have stopped them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, I kind of liked it. And it really, you know, showed how ill-prepared Trump was for everything because he just rambled on and was totally incoherent most of the time. And was like, what the fuck are you even talking about right now? That's not the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I didn't like was he kind of let them squabble and, like, talk over each other. It's like, no, you should tell them to shut the fuck up and let the other person talk. Yeah. Like, Hillary didn't do it as much, but Trump was doing it every damn time Hillary opened her mouth. That was fucking pissing me off. Yeah. He should have put a stop to that. I saw, but beyond that, like, I don't I don't really give him too much flack. Not like the internet is. See, I saw something on that where they're talking about how someone did a count on it where I think Trump interrupted Hillary like 51 times, and she only interrupted him like 17. Yeah. I mean, something. she still interrupted him. Yeah. And it was still obnoxious. Oh, no, but yeah. It wasn't near as annoying as him because it was every damn sentence. No, never said it. Where'd you get that? Blah, blah, blah. I got to say, I, I. Shut the fuck up and let her talk and then rebuttal. I don't go with this. I mean, I hate how every time something doesn't go the way that conservatives want, it's, you know, mainstream media's liberal and it's in the tank. <laughs> I hate that shit, yeah. but I got to say, I thought. I was never for. The war in Iraq. That's liberal media. I, yeah, I, I didn't like we how we have audio, asshole. I didn't like how they're getting on him about calling Trump out. They're like, oh, he's pulling a Candy Crowley and trying to fact check on the go. It's like, no, he asked a question because he did the research ahead of time and he already knew that these are quotes that he said. So when yeah. he says them to Trump and ask him about it, and then Trump denies it, he can come back at him. I didn't have Hell a problem yeah. with that. I think the one thing I actually. I won't say I'm on the conservative side about, but it did seem like he did come to format the questions to give uh, Hillary a little bit more of a jump in. Like, you know, he brought up like the birther thing and he brought up, you know, like the rock comment and he brought up the stuff about like some of the women immigrants. Like there's certain things he threw out and it, he really didn't go after her about some of this stuff. I figured like he'd hit her more over the email scandal or, you know, some of the investigations that they've had going on with the DNC or you know, or yeah, maybe I mean, the Clinton I, I, Foundation. I mean, it seems like he did kind of give her a little bit of a pass on that. I totally understand that, and I mean that 
that that does kind of make sense if you're looking at it from the conservative side. But my retort to that is Trump is so fucking ludicrous and so damn crazy and people just want to see the shenanigans that go down. Yeah. So Holtz was really just feeding the mouth. You know, you have all these insane people that just want to see more and more craziness from Trump. And he's trying to get ratings. That's his fucking job. I mean, yeah, he was a moderator. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a television program. He's trying to get ratings. How else are you going to do that and stir up shit unless you're actually going to go for what people want to see? You know? It's like, because it, when, it ta- when it goes to Trump, like, conservatives want to hear it and liberals want to hear it. Because liberals like to laugh at it. And conservatives like to, you know, the crazy thoughts in their head get validated by somebody in a position of power, quote-unquote. Um, but, you know, when it comes to Hillary, it's only the conservatives that are concerned about the emails. Everybody else is like, I mean, it's over. Let's get past it. She went through the process and she came out. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think even some liberals. I think this is why she's having such a hard time. Like, like we talked before, she should be blowing him away in the polls. And I think a lot of it's is the modern Democrats and stuff because they're so untrusting of her. And I think it's shit like that, you know, where she, her staff, deleted and basically covered up all those emails and stuff. I think that's part of the problem with her. Yeah, you know, and I'm a little I, shocked that. Uh, Trump didn't hammer on that more. I mean, the only time he really brought it up was when uh, Holt asked him about his tax returns, and he made the comment about, "Yeah, I'll that release. was that Th- was funny." Cause that was like, genius on his part. You have to. Admit. Well, I don't know because he's basically saying he'll never release them. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Because it's like, dude, they're deleted. Those emails are gone. Yeah. So that's why either you're saying you're not releasing them or you don't understand what deleted means i think that's the the thing i thought that was a genius (laughs) move on his part when he did that and then i thought it was even better when hillary came back you know with her retort on it where she's just like well the real reason he doesn't want to release them is because a we know that in such and such years he didn't pay taxes we know that he hasn't done this he hasn't done that probably hasn't made charitable contributions he doesn't have as much money i mean she starts going through this list of this is probably why he's not doing it and he can't rebut it so anyway so she's rolling through that whole list of all the different things that could be possibly wrong with his tax returns and the great thing about it is like he can't argue any of it and then the fact that i love how like she brings up the fact that you know the couple of years he had to show his tax returns when he's trying to get I don't know some city <coughs> work or whatever. Excuse me. Um, God damn it, Boggs! Don't get me sick, dude. Um, that he paid no taxes in those years, and I love how he just leans in the mic. He goes, "That makes me smart." <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, it makes you fucking brilliant. But you know the problem is, it's like for a lot of people out there that have to pay their fucking taxes when they yeah. see someone like you who just gets Kisses away with off. it. Yeah, it's like... Um, it's like, yeah, yeah, the amount of taxes that I pay isn't that much, but I still pay taxes. So, and you're telling me that this guy that is a, quote, billionaire doesn't mm-hmm. pay any? Like, no, he should be paying a shit and, more than me. And he smirked it off, and it wasn't a big deal, and he didn't feel a sense of shame. No, of course not. No, he's proud of it. They, I mean, yeah, they you know, talked one about of the, the things house, that my brother know. said at one point in time was that, well, that just makes him a really smart businessman. 
And, you know, this is where I've said on this show several times, like, you you have to... One of the reasons we don't like politics and, and companies really coming together, and lobbying in particular, is that they are self-interested, they drive their self-interest, and they, they fight for that benefit of not paying taxes. Or, in Walmart's case, in Trump's case, in a lot of those cases, they get subsidies. So not only they're, it's not even that they're that they're paying in or not; it's that they get money back. Like Walmart gets government subsidies. That should piss you off. That's like the biggest fucking company on the planet. They yep. don't need help producing. And I mean, certainly there is something to be said about that. Uh, you know, they're not doing anything illegal. They're they're following laws. They just find loopholes in those laws. And exploit them. Um, so, I mean, that's where our government kind of falls short. Um, and also, like you said, you know, you have special interest groups and lobbyists that campaign to keep those loopholes and those laws in place so they can continue to do this and be even more profitable. Um, but again, I've had, you know, friends, of course, that tell me, oh, well, you know, that's smart that he doesn't pay taxes. It's smart that. Uh, you know, they skip out on this stuff. It's like, okay, that that's fine, but it's not fair. It's not moral. It's not ethical. It's yeah, and that too. I mean, you're you're telling me that you're smart by cheating Americans out of your share of taxes. Meanwhile, they're paying their taxes. No, that just makes you an asshole that doesn't give back. I think another thing, and not so much in that debate the other night, but um, you know, in the past in the Republican debates when they talk about the bankruptcies, he's always happy to point out that he goes, "Hey, it's the way the laws are written. I just take advantage of the laws," you know, and and he kind of made a comment to that, not on the bankruptcy part, but when Hillary brought up the fact that you know there's been tons of small businesses that have done work for him in the past, where after they complete the work. He'll either shortchange him or not pay him, and then they have to go fight him in the courts. And of course, small businesses don't have the lawyer power he's got and the financial yeah. backing to you know fight these cases. So they usually settle for smaller, a lot smaller sums than the original was supposed to obtain on the work. And I love how he made the thing about he goes, hey, he goes, I use the court. He made that same point with the bankruptcy. He's like, I take advantage of the laws. You know, and she said, "Yeah, but you're not paying people who do a job for you." He goes, well, maybe they didn't do that good of a job for me. <laughs> so I already got on the radio today. Goes, so now every time you want to go out of town, stay in a hotel, stay in a Trump hotel, and then just go to the front desk the next morning and say, "I wasn't uh, happy with my service, so I'm not going to pay you so guys." I'm not paying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like he's such a fucking prick, and I just don't understand how. You know, especially conservatives, because they're all about the businessman and small businesses. And, you know, and the fact that he is, you know, time and time again, fucked people over. Are they still actually using that very tired rhetoric about how they're for small business? Or is anyone actually still saying that? Everybody says that. Because I don't. They definitely say that. I, I, I I don't understand how. See, this is one of those things where there's a lot of cognitive dissonance in between. Um,. Their their philosophy and then how they actually behave. I, I wish people saw through that a lot more because they're they're not for small businesses at all. That's not even funny. If if you are about small business, that's that's even more than offensive. That's threatening. 
Is it threatening? Yes. You're, you're talking about electing somebody that's life philosophy has been, I want to take advantage of the laws because I have the firepower that you mm-hmm. don't, and fuck and take everyone else. Of people. Yeah, and fuck and everyone take else. Of people. And you know that's the that's the problem with that's the problem with Walmart. You know, one of my problems with Walmart is not necessarily what they offer on their front end. It's that on the back end of things, they'll go to a manufacturer and they'll say, "Hey, we're we're going to buy all of your products, but you are going to sell these products to us at this price or you don't sell anything to us." So they have to take losses on certain items. Like if you're if you sell, you know, like produce to them, you have like a jar of pickles and then you have, I don't know, some other item that's really highly profitable, you're taking a loss on pickles, period. Because Walmart wants to sell them at a certain price, so they're only gonna buy them at a certain price. Or they're gonna manhandle you and they'll just threaten all your products won't be in Walmart anymore and they'll find somebody else. You know, that kind of power, that forces the manufacturer to say, well, I have to have my stuff in Walmart or I won't be in business anymore. So it's that kind of power, this is where you have to regulate things. And I know that Republicans are very anti-regulation, but that's why we have that kind of stuff in place. And that's why when you're looking at debates like this, that should be threatening. Trump is a giant threat to basically systemically continuing all of that kind of behavior. And this is where it pisses me off that Bernie didn't get the nod because he's the perfect contrast because Trump is he, exactly the person he was going after. He would be people like dominating him. the fuck out of Trump by now. I mean, especially after the first debate. Oh my God, Bernie would have ate him alive. That's the thing. I mean, Hillary won that debate easily, and then for the most part, she tried to stick on message. I mean, she went off a couple times to try and make points to throw him under the bus a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, when they were talking about the birther issue, she went off on that um, thing about how in the 70s or something they had a lawsuit brought up against them because uh, properties that Trump owned, they were discriminating and allowing black people to you know, uh, live in some properties that he owned or something. He was in a lawsuit on that. You know, just kind of pointing out Says that, the golden girl. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, she points that out and then, um, oh shit, there's another time where she kind of hit him on something like that where it's like, you know, she's trying to point out that he's got this behavior and like the women thing when she's talking about how he treats women and he's so disrespectful because she's trying to say, look, minorities, look, women, you need to take a second look at this guy. These are the way he this is how he treats you. This is the things he said. And this is uh, this is the way he's been for several years. It's not a new thing when he's talking about like that Miss Universe. And she brought up how he degraded her and talked about her when she gained some weight under his pageantry when he was running that Miss Universe pageant and stuff and um and it's like that's all well and good but if you took that out of it which i didn't really need i mean i understand she feels she needs to make that point but that's kind of going down to his level i think a little bit but if you took those couple parts out of it i thought she was really good about trying to explain i mean in the small lot of time that they have to try and explain some of her plans and her ideas and I think she really did as good as she could. But, like, again, I'm just thinking in my back of my head. It's like, but people have so much trouble getting past her for, you know, her. I mean, she's not a transparent person. I mean, we talk about the emails and stuff. It's things like that that people have such doubt about her. And she doesn't gain traction where, man, I'm like, I'm thinking if Bernie's up there saying these same yeah. things. And he wouldn't be bringing up some of the other bullshit she brought up. Like I said, he would have been straight issues oriented. Um, I think he would have just killed Trump. 
And I don't think I don't know how Trump would react to him either. No, uh, yeah, it, he probably wouldn't be able to. I mean, it, what could you possibly say? Yeah. What were you doing while I was trying to rip off people? He's like, I was a part of the civil rights movement. Yeah, I was marching, and I. Bernie is. Um, he's too yeah. good for his own good, frankly. Yeah, fuck the fucking Democrats for putting in Hillary, and not fucking seeing the truth in Bernie and how that, I, I don't it know. Would have been a landslide win. Would have been easy. But yeah, then, I don't know that it was actually Democrats though, because see, this is one of the things I feel, I feel really betrayed in a lot of ways because the DNC, the DNC doesn't speak for me, you know. the The DNC is not a an entity that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go and support. That's why, dude. I it, there's nothing you, like true liberals to me are, are probably let down, and I don't, you know, I think that's one of the we talked about it last week. How I felt like there's like this big schism in the Democratic Party. I don't think Hillary wins this election because of that problem. Like, so many people feel let down that it's not Bernie. Yeah, I mean, there, I can see that, but I, there's a big campaign among people that it's just like, we understand it's a lesser of two evils, mm-hmm. but would you really rather have Trump? I mean... That's I know that's what's going to tell you the same thing is there's like a huge social media movement that's like you have to elect Hillary because Trump is is yeah. worse and to me I I don't think that message it, is going to get through I just don't no. I don't think that people are going to buy into that yeah disenfranchised millennials definitely not I mean they're already lazy enough as it is they're certainly not going to fucking go out there and vote for somebody that they don't want to yeah I think um, millennial that's that's a problem man that's where it's going to be the really close call that it shouldn't be. But I think when they were trying to rig it and get Hillary in, I thought I don't think they ever had a clue that Trump would be the candidate. I thought they he, they figure she'll be going up against another, you know, just a strict conservative politician per usual, like your Chris Christie's or your Scott Walker's or Rubio or one of those jackasses. And I think that having someone like Trump who is so outside the mainstream and wild ass. I think this is where they really should be kicking themselves, saying, "Damn, this is yeah. this is where Bernie really could shine because it's such a contrast." Whereas if Bernie was in there, it's like sure they could say, "Oh, he's a lifelong politician; he's been doing the work," but his record is so steady, and yeah. he's never had the controversies and all the other the baggage that she's got pulling yeah. with her. So, well, let me let me clarify: when I mean millennials are lazy, box, I meant they're lazy about voting. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Not lazy in general. But yeah. to give a, somewhat of a little bit of an insight into Trump supporters, besides for the obvious, like Michael said, white nationals <laughs> and, and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, alt-right. Um, it, I, I actually had a coworker that told me this because uh, he said he's voting for Trump, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um and he's like, look, if Trump gets voted in and he does something crazy, he's like, Republicans and Democrats will team up together to impeach him. I'm like, that makes him electable? <laughs> because he would be easy to impeach? <laughs> like, that's that's not a positive as far as who you should fucking vote for. It, yeah. Like, what the and fuck then- is your mindset if that is your mindset? That, oh, well, you know, if he does really fuck shit up, then he'll be impeached really easily. The fuck? Yeah. But it, it depends what he fucks up. But like he's he got to fuck up first, you dumb shit. 
And it's like, dude, it's like the kind of fuck up he may have could be very costly. <laughs> it's like, like, what the fucking fuck? Like well, starting a war? For yeah, instance. like starting a fucking war. And plus, not only that, but it's like, okay, if he gets impeached, then that means Mike Pence is our fucking president. Yeah. It's like, do yeah, we need then that? We'll have like, uh, you know, national fucking uh, gay cleansing. Oh my god, <laughs> no. dude! <laughs> It'll be it, mandatory. Uh, uh, what the hell are those camps that they put them to? The, it'll be the concentration camps. They'll no, be loading like them the up on trains. Therapy. And, oh yeah, that's what I mean. They'll be like, oh yeah, conversion therapy conversion camps. Conversion therapy. <laughs> they'll be rounding up all the gays instead of like having the yellow stars sewn onto their fucking yeah. clothes. It'll be like a it'll big be a, fucking a rainbow. Yeah, a big rainbow or purple unicorn or something. They'll be lining the, them up and putting them on trains. And what is it? The upside down triangle rainbow? Is that what it is? There you go. Is that like the symbol, right? So that's what that's what they all have. That patch is there. She's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I I found the one. So uh, speaking <laughs> of black people, um, whoa, what? I so no. I, I heard. Uh, I was talking to Michael before I came in, and one of the things that um, I think you and I are going to disagree on, Eric, is I I do not support the Black Lives Matter movement at all, and I will tell you why. It's a pretty simple reason. It's the same reason I don't support literally any group that condones and or resorts to violence to make their point. <laughs> Eric's who's thinking about that. To violence? Anyone who's looted, anyone who has broken into a shop, anyone who has just decided that that's the way that they're going to go about that, anyone in the video that I saw that says, we, uh, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? Um... I've seen those videos too. A- anyone in that particular camp right there, that would be whom I'm talking about. Well, I mean, I, I certainly <clears throat> understand why that would turn you off on it for sure. I mean, that, that makes sense. Anybody that has a rational mind would sit there and say that by, you know, the, the right way to go about it is not by saying we want dead cops. Um, even, I would say. A majority of people that are Black Lives Matter would probably disagree with that ideal. Um, one thing I will say is, and uh, you haven't been on the show in a very long time, so I don't think you've heard me say this because um, that movement kind of started coming up after you were gone. But as an as some, uh, you know, if you're black in this country and you're in these deeply impoverished cities and you don't see an escape, you're getting extremely poor education. Uh, you see nothing but negative when it comes to cops. I mean, they, when they pull you over, you don't know if you're going to get shot or you're going to go to jail. You don't know, but you know, it's probably going to be one or the other. Um, so there, there, there is a big stigma in, in that, those communities. And I can somewhat relate and understand not really relate, but I can understand that when your back is in the corner and you don't have an education, you don't have a good paying job, you want money, you got to get it some way and you don't see any other way. And then on to put it on top of that, you're pretty much being told that your life is worthless. Uh, you know, and we've talked about it before about how there's a lot of, big attention when it comes to cops shooting uh, blacks 
you know, and I, we've discussed almost every single time it's happened in there, except for the most recent ones. Um, but, you know, we have varying opinions depending on the situation. We're rational people like that. We can see if somebody is actually a threat to a cop, why they would get shot. And then other times we're like, that's fucked up. But you see your brother's dying on the streets and you got nothing to lose. I mean, fuck it. You know, you might as well try and get what you can get. I can at least somewhat understand that mentality. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not condoning it. But I can somewhat understand that mentality of you don't have shit to lose and you could possibly die tomorrow if you get pulled over by a cop. Fuck it. That's kind of... So, I don't like the idea. And see, this is where I think for that movement, it takes leadership to really step up and and change the way that that goes. Because you're leading, you know... Martin Luther King Jr., man, his entire thing, they made they made peaceful protests. They were even, you know, cleverly impositional, but they weren't violently impositional. Like, they would go and, you know, sit in the cafe, and they just wouldn't get out of their seats. Yeah. Because, and they were like, we belong at the table. Like, that's the whole point. And I love that kind of movement, and that's, that's where I think the problem lies with this particular one, is that their leaders, their leaders are using outrage as justification if that makes sense in other words the more outraged i am clearly the more justified i am and that's not the case you know and i would agree with you that um looking at a lot of the videos that i've seen from police brutality there's a ton of them that i'm like wow that cop needs to be off the force if they're not already like right now because it's bullshit i saw a lady it was a it was a woman who tased a guy and he's like on the ground and she's screaming at him to get his hands above his head and he's like I can't move cuz he's tased like he can't move and then he she's like get your hands up and it's like okay and he tries to put his hands up and then she just straight up execution style blows him up the back of the head just shoots him in the back of the head and I'm like what the fuck like what did you expect the guy to do you had him tased he was down he was no threat to you you know there's videos like that and then there are videos where I'm like yeah, I would do the same thing if I were this officer, you know. And I think that's the so back to the the you need to approach it with a rational mind thing. And they and there are a lot of uneducated people. The the way that I see it is that means that in the black community, if you want to make a change, you need to step up as leadership and make this peaceful. But I'm not going to condone a movement on on violent grounds. I'm not going to do it. You know, I, I don't think I, there's nothing that that solves to me you know anytime that you resort to violence like that and i know this is getting kind of hippie-ish but you're only begetting more hate and violence you're only going to cause that slingshot to fall back on you harder oh, no i get it and you know especially in the white community uh the white community that doesn't want to admit they're racist but are <laughs> they use it as justification like see you, they yeah, are animals see they are violent you immediately turn them off Mm-hmm. to where they're not even going to empathize with you anymore. Um, well, even me, dude, even allies like me, when we know when this movement started, I recall uh, reading an article that's like, the problem with this movement is that they won't even listen to allies. Like, you can't even be like, I completely understand where you're coming from. There is systemic racism that takes place, and I believe there is systemic racism, and you hit on it when you said they're uneducated. Like, the fact that we don't educate 
anyone in an urban school district for the most part like their their budgets are very thin and we cut them every year and that's starting to take place in just school in general it's not even just urban communities anymore it's just school in general we're cutting funding but you know what did you expect is is uh, you know on the other end of that to to go back to what you were saying like what did you expect you have impoverished areas and you're cutting funding to their schools and there is no hope in future and you're systemically making sure every year that there is no hope in future because you don't fund them so you know i can totally understand that but you know those are things that would require leadership in those communities to step up and and get changed and those are things that i would like to shed light on um as far as that kind of movement goes um this is not the movement to do that. This is a movement that does exactly what you just said. It validates racism. It validates and um, uh, vindicates, you know, what my crazy uncle says. You know what I'm saying? I, I would also argue that it's gotten to the point in some of these communities where it's not they're they're under the mindset of you know we've we've talked and we've talked and we've talked and we've talked and we get nothing done i still have trouble putting food on the table my kids are not getting a good education we're working ourselves to death we feel like slaves still so we're just gonna take it at this point I think kind of pulling back to um, Trump in the debate, I think this is one of these things when he gave his speech. Oh, and he, man, that was a fucking debacle. Boggs, you're going to love this. Well, okay, so this is one thing I wouldn't say I give him credit for. I don't really know how else to term it, but he's really consistent with his, I guess, rhetoric. Like, <laughs> he, you know, when he gave his big, like, because everybody's getting on him about being so racist, which I don't understand why. I mean, he never says anything <laughs> I'd construe as racist. But he went to that black church and he gave that speech. And basically, he got there and he's kind of saying the same thing you guys are saying. And I think this is where he's trying to pull this from, as like liberals will even say, hey, you know, we don't really put enough into this, or maybe we don't listen enough in this area, or, you know, they don't have these opportunities, and that's why we have affirmative action. That's why we need to put more money into the schools or blah, 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 whatever it is. So he plays on that. It's things that we talk about we know are factual, but he gets up there and he spins it a certain way where he's like, hey, hey, black people, guess what? You're all uneducated. You live in the slums. You don't have jobs. You're pretty much all losers. I mean, he doesn't say that, but that's kind of just the way he's throwing out there. Like, hey, you guys are all pieces of shit. Um, you don't have anything going for you, but yet you guys keep voting for Democrats. And what have they done for you? So why don't you vote for me? I mean, what the hell do you have to lose? That was his speech, basically. And I have to say he's consistent with it because he kind of even mentioned that in the debate the other night when they started talking about race and stuff again. He throws that out a little bit. And... I could almost see how some black people, I think it, the way he says it is so offensive, the way he kind of like, you know, he packages it, but his message, I think I could see how some more conservative black people listen to that and be like, yeah, man, why are we fucking vote for these Democrats? And then you have Hillary over there and she does the typical liberal thing. And this is where... You know, like I know I got you and Brad on my ass a couple weeks ago and we were talking about like the cop shooting and stuff because I'm just a little bit more blunt about it and I don't try and sugarcoat what I think. Um, but she does that thing where she's pandering a little bit, 
you know, where she's like, well, you know, African-American communities don't have these opportunities, blah, blah, blah. And she does that whole fucking liberal thing. Like we talk about, you know, on this show, like, you know, the things we need to do. And she makes it sound all great, you know, like we're going to do this and this to help the black community. But when it comes down to it, it's like any community you've got to be able to help yourself. And this is Bog saying they need to get a good leader to run this movement in a positive direction. And I've said this several times when we have these shootings and stuff. So like we said, you know, these things happen and you see the riots or you see some of these protests and they're getting unruly and you're hearing like, you know, what do we want? Dead cops. Or when the guy got shot in North Carolina uh, this last week, I think it was a black officer that shot him. Yeah, it was. And his brother, and I guess his brother's girlfriend, wife, I don't know who it was, they showed them on the news, and they're like, and he said something about, he goes, you know, this is the white white people's problem. White people are evil. This is all whitey's fault and stuff. And I'm like, you're not helping the cause, dude. Because, first no. of all, it wasn't, a, I mean, I understand, in that same day that that guy was shot, there was five white guys shot by cops in this country. But the media now has blown that thing up so much where every time a black person gets shot, whether it's justified or not, because in some cases I can understand if they've got a gun in their fucking hand, if they, if they're not doing exactly what the cops say, these cops, we've talked about it. They're not trained, right? They're itchy. They're scared. They don't know how to react in these situations. They need to be going through some psychological evaluations, like probably quarterly to make sure that their minds are still on par with what the they need. They need better training. They got a lot of these cops are fucking fat. They're out of shape. They don't have enough. Oh no, I mean, but seriously, that the physical and mental health is, I think, is something that they should all have. They should all be trained probably in some type of martial arts or something like that, so they can learn how to defend themselves without the use of weapons. And we always say, why do they always go for the gun first? You know, like Bog said, tase them. And then shoot them. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, but I mean, seriously though, it's like they do the things that they do, and you're like, I don't get it. Sometimes the officer well, is justified, and sometimes I'm looking at the no, film and I'm like, dude, there's no way I don't pull the trigger if I'm in that situation. And there, there's certainly sometimes where you watch a video and you see that the cop is not doing any favors because they are just so overly aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like and see, this like, is dude, this is like I I understand you know you want somebody to like follow your commands, but I mean if if you look it up, we do have the right to refuse unlawful arrest. So I mean that does exist. Granted, it's not going to hold up in court and bullshit. Blah 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 blah. But if if a cop just you know comes up to you and wants to arrest you, it's like no, fuck you. You can't do that. You don't have any probable cause, so they're, they're and they get more and more aggressive. So I think, along with the training and all that stuff, I think they need to be trained in de-escalation. It's how do you take a, a tense situation and calm that down mm-hmm. to where you can talk like rational people. Because I, I I do think that some of these cops are rational people. They just get caught up in the moment and they get way too aggressive. And then especially for an African-American who's just seeing people die every damn day of his color by cops is already on a heightened awareness if they get pulled over. So when you say seeing people die, are you talking about on the, in the media or in their yeah. neighborhood? Yeah, in, in the media. Okay. Like they see, that, see it all the damn time. They see black that people to me, getting shot down. 
Yeah, so this... It, it makes it tense. It makes it really, really tense. You guys asked me about the debate and I think a couple times the news, and we've actually made fun of Sarah Palin a few times for not knowing um, like her her own news articles or her own, her own news publications that she subscribes to. This is why I don't watch TV. This is why I don't watch the debate. This is why I don't watch the news. I don't watch any news at all because so much of it is this bullshit. And, you know, I don't think they... It's one of those things where Fox News in particular, but really all of them, they do so much damage to how the public views the world because that's like that that's the thing that I don't think is understood is like black people being killed by cops statistically is actually pretty damn rare like when you think about how many are killed per year and then when you start shrinking that number down from okay these are the the number of cases that were justified killings mm-hmm. in other words the people who were shot probably should have been shot if you x those and you're left with whatever it's like I don't know, 10 to 15. There's 30 million black males in the country. You know what I mean? So, and I understand one is too many. I'm not saying that that's, oh, that's totally fine now. We shouldn't even worry about it. What I am saying is this is not as systemically rampant. It's not like the fucking flu. You know, this is not like car wrecks. There are way more people in the black community that die from car wrecks than this. Um... And to me, this is spawned by the media. And then when the event occurs, when the cop pulls the person over, this is self-fulfilled prophecy on both ends. And what I mean by that is the cop is going, shit, this person's black. He's already going to be aggressive. This is not going to go well from the start. And the black person in the car is like, fuck, I got pulled over and he's going to be a total dick to me the entire time. And you know what? They're both right and they both caused it. So... There's a lot of psychology to be said about that, but that's... Back back to the debate, um, as far as when it comes to race relations. uh, (laughs) You didn't talk about it, Michael, but Trump just... Damn, man, he definitely made it to where if you are black and you're voting for Trump, you're a fucking idiot. Um, Because they asked them about, you know, racism and all that stuff. And Trump's words were law and order mm-hmm. and stop and frisk <laughs> yeah yeah he went back to that stop and frisk remember we talked about it's that like, a couple years ago f- what the fuck oh in new york fuck? like how is that going to improve race relations well law and, and order okay was, so they're already on the street saying kill cops <laughs> and you want law and order <laughs> and then you want one of the most racist policies that has ever been put into place as far as within the 2000s, stop and that, frisk. That was one of the times where Lester Holt challenged him. He said, well, you know, that was already struck down for being unconstitutional, which it was. Yeah. And uh, Trump tried to fight him on it. He said, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't unconstitutional. It's like, yeah. It went, they, to, this, it went they to this one judge who is anti-cop. <laughs> yeah, anti-cop. That's what it was. <laughs> An anti-cop judge. Anyway, we haven't we haven't talked about that, Eric. But I, I figured we would uh, discuss a little bit of that. I, I heard a few things about that in the news. Um, and it's yeah, high level. I, I don't condone any violence, and I don't support groups that follow. And that doesn't matter what group it is, you know. As far as the uh, debate goes, man, it's like every time we we go through this, it's that South Park episode all over again. You know what I mean? 
I have to choose between a bucket of shit and a bucket of vomit. I thought it was a turd sandwich, sandwich and a big and douche. A giant douche. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Name <laughs> name your shitty. Come on, man, get it right. Fuck your shitty labels. Get your get your shit together. Well, God, South Park. Well, I don't know. I but it is one of those things. It's like we said, the lesser two evils. But this is one of those things. It's not even a fucking choice. I mean, as much as I dislike Hillary, and I do, I think that she's a complete war hawk. I think her fiscal policies lean more on the conservative side. But it still comes down to Trump is such a fucking wild card, and he's going to say the wrong thing every fucking chance he gets. Because, And he's so easy to pull off sides. There's so many times, like I said, where she would throw out little things at him. And he just gets drawn off sides. Like she, like they brought up the the emails or something. He could have kept hammer on that. That's a good win for him because that's an easy to keep putting doubt in people's minds. Keep putting doubt. But she'd draw him off sides with other little comments about something he said or he's done, and he just loses focus. He could have went in for a couple kill shots on her, I think, in that debate if he really wanted to and hammered some stuff. I mean, he could have brought up Benghazi and different things, which I know are bullshit things, but the right-wingers love that shit still. And he laid off because he was so busy. It's like, the I think she made the inner speech at the convention and she even brought up again the other night you know how do you do you really want to have a leader who is so thin-skinned that they could be basically drawn off sides from a tweet (laughs) you know and that's that is him i think that's why the debates are somewhat important because it's an opportunity for a lot of people who haven't been paying attention to just see him side by side and see this guy's a fucking psychopath yeah you might not like this broad um She's a little wishy-washy, and she kind of changes with the fucking wind direction. But you know what? She's been in government. She understands how it works, and she's pretty steady. She's going to do some shit I'm going to hate if she becomes president. I can, I know it already. I'm going to be bitching and cussing about her. But Donald Trump is such a fucking loose cannon. And the dude, you could just see it. Like... Like I said, she's bringing up things from the 70s, from the 90s. Like I said, he's very consistent. He's a crazy son of a bitch, and he has these ludicrous ideals. And it's like I try and let people understand. I know that you know people are Republicans, and they love Republican shit. And I'm like, the crazy stuff, he won't get away with even the Republicans. I understand that. But it's going to destroy us on a world stage so badly. But the thing that he will get away with is some of his fiscal shit. These big tax cuts and cutting back programs and getting justices on the Supreme Court. Those are things that... pockets. Yeah, those are the things Republicans will be on board with his. And those are the things that are going to destroy our economy and roll back social things. Like we said, we know some people. I mean, just people who listen to this show. Get ready to get that fucking triangle rainbow fucking stamp and get get, get on that train to fucking, you know. Like he said, you know, he said he was a smart businessman for uh, not paying taxes. Uh, He also said it was smart because uh, he was hoping for the the housing bubble to pop so Mm -hmm. he could take advantage of people and steal their property. He did Uh, say that. I I saw the quote, or I saw him say that on... um, some fucking like meet the press or some shit before it happened he said that well no and she even caught him on it i mean she said Mm -hmm. 
he was rooting for the housing bubble to pop, and he goes, "That makes me. That's a smart business move, or something like that." I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but he didn't. He denied it. He said, "No, I didn't." He goes, "But you know, I'm a businessman. That's a lot of times he would deny that, things. That's, that's the and thing. then he'd go back and say, "But that's you're, a good move." You're telling me that this guy who is rooting for people to lose their homes, not paying people for the work they did, and not paying taxes, is somehow gonna make more wealth for the middle and lower class? Well, he's going to take care of the black people who I, are uneducated and have no jobs and are just living in the slums. I don't think so. I, I think he's just going to make it better for him. You're such a pessimist, Eric. Well, the one thing I'm looking forward to in the next debate is, I know Boggs didn't watch this, but at the very end of the debate, like they give their, not really, they didn't really have closing statements in this one. It was kind of weird the way they wrapped it up, but they kind of had their final word. And uh, his final thing was basically to say, you know, Hillary says a lot of mean things and she puts out a lot of mean (laughs) advertisements about me. He goes, there's some really mean things I could say about her. And that her was, family. That you know, had me laughing my ass off when he said that. He goes, that. but I'm not going to do it. And the thing was, what he was saying was he wanted to basically go after her about Bill Clinton's affairs and stuff and make a point of that in the debate, which makes no sense and it has no fucking business being in it anyway to make personal attacks like that. But it's so funny because all everybody knew what he's talking about and he kind of alluded to it afterwards and said the only reason he didn't go after that subject was because Chelsea che- wasn't in the room. Yeah, because Chelsea and Ivanka are really good friends, and he respects Chelsea, so he didn't want to do that in front of her. Well, and, okay. I mean, he's, he sits there and talks about how she says nasty and mean things to him, but he has, like, alluded and suggested that people go out and kill her. Oh, he's only done that twice. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about mean and nasty. I mean, he has definitely said some horrible things about her, but because people are in the room, all of a sudden he doesn't want to say it. Hey, like he's that. a classy so guy. It makes it okay for you to suggest people kill somebody, but when they're in the room, you want to be civil. Well, to be fair, he didn't actually say that they need to kill him. He he just said that, you know, yeah, the these Second people. Second Amendment people should take care of her. <laughs> they could take care of the situation. I wonder what the fuck he meant by that. I don't take her out for coffee. <laughs> Trying to explain to her why we need the Second Amendment. Uh, the other thing. So when it, I, I've heard this before, which doesn't make any damn sense to me, but people say, you know, uh, I, I don't want to vote for her because she uh, she couldn't please her husband. Damn right. You know, they they use what that woman as a, can. a slight. But here's the thing: so as a if you are a woman and you're voting for Trump, I mean, you should take a very hard look at yourself when it comes to that because you're telling me. That you're okay with that kind of rhetoric that a woman got cheated on and it's her fault, not Mm -hmm. the guy that actually did the cheating. The other problem with that too sick and twisted worldview. The other problem with that is that doesn't make any sense as far as like what kind of leader she's going to be. Regardless of the details of that situation, that doesn't matter as far as your leadership skills go plenty of high up CEOs and all kinds of stuff and executives and all world leaders and what have you that have had affairs or been cheated on that doesn't mean they're bad at what they do and it has no bearing on their job that's personal life it's completely fucking different 
Yeah, and this is coming from a guy who it's known that he was a philanderer when he was married to Vonka's mom and stuff. He was messing around more of the Maples. That's how they got together. I mean, that's pretty much out there. Everybody knows that. So, I mean, for him to, I don't know. It's such a double standard. But then again, that's typical of pretty much all Republicans. So, that in that case, he is very Republican-esque. Yeah, but. blame the woman. No, that's, I, not to, that's not to say that there are some women that push away their man. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that that does happen. But, I mean, you still, I mean, if it comes to that point, just break up with the person. Don't cheat on them. So, it's still the fault of the cheater. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next debate, though, because he said uh, he's not going to be as restrained. He's really going to go after, and the next one he's not going to sit back. Actually, I understand, uh, I think Ted Cruz actually came out and said that he would help him uh, prepare. Oh, really? On how to lose a debate by even... They're considering uh, taking his advice. I I can only imagine what Ted Cruz's advice is pray a lot i mean <laughs> i watched a lot of those republican debates i don't remember him coming out and fucking dominating any of them but i don't know well i mean trump he he doesn't prepare it's it's obvious he you know and it shot him in the foot so i, I think he's going to change his tactics the next time around i'll be honest his that was one of the funny things when lesser holt brought up the thing about the comment he made about her not looking presidential and he spun it to say, no, I said she didn't have enough stamina, which he did say. But he also said she didn't look presidential, you know, because she's, you know, got tits. Um, but I thought it was really funny that he was getting on her. And he's been riding her about the sick thing. And, like, you know, I brought up the fact that in the right wing media, they've had the little conspiracy stuff about how she's, you know, has the brain damage. Or maybe she has onset Parkinson's. And there's all these little theories going around yeah. they're trying to push in the you know those alt blogs and shit and um i thought it was really funny because in an hour and a half debate uh she looked strong all the way through and at the end man he looked like he was just wore out i mean he was incoherent in a lot of his answers just babbling like talking about the you know the fat guy on the bed doing the stuff and he started going off on rosie o'donnell and making comments like about the uh you know the the mr universe stuff i mean he just tangents man just all over the place and so like i said i think if he does do a lot of prep i think it's only going to be worse for him because he doesn't have a lot of space i don't think in his head to keep things anyway i mean he can't even keep his lies together like he says something one second then he turns around the same fucking sentence and debunks what he just said so i think you start trying to put names and facts and figures in his head i think it's going to be even more of a clusterfuck i i would just let him kind of roll with the way he does because i just try and set him down to tune him in a little bit like look dude if you get on this topic just stay just use your usual nonsense but just stay on that topic let's not take it in 15 different places because <laughs> then you just look like a babbling ass but what are you gonna do I love the, watching the pundits afterwards. I don't know. I did a little channel surfing, and it was pretty unanimous, except for Fox News, of course. But uh, most of the regular news channels, MSNBC, of course, I mean, they tend to go a little bit more on the liberal side. And CNN, all of the pundits, even the conservative pundits, for the most part, were talking about what a pathetic performance it was. It was one of the worst performances they've ever seen. And... Um, they were shocked, <laughs> you know. I, although I wasn't, I, I don't know how they were shocked. <laughs> no, nah, but I, 
like I said, I'm looking forward to the next one. I think it's in a what couple weeks or so. I think we we have the vice presidential one next, right? Kind of sandwich in between. Yeah. Yeah, that one I might not watch. <laughs> that, God, that's gonna be a snooze fest. Tim Kaine and Mike Pence. No shit. I might. I might fucking rather eat a bullet than watch that. <laughs> wow. That's intense. I don't care about either one of those two. Tim Kaine to me is so fucking. He's adored. Just like you know, just there. There's no point in having him on the ticket. I, that was ridiculous pick. Too. That's another thing that pissed me off there, but whatever. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one because I want to see if he comes out and takes it really into the fucking mud next time. But we'll see. Got anything else there, Boggs? Yeah, Boggs. You got anything else? You want oh. to shit on Mexicans now? Wow. Why are you? That's such a loaded argument. Just took shots at all the our beautiful black listeners. No, all dude, two I didn't. Of them. No, I man. I, 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 I totally. You, I think I want to get behind a the movement. Of pegs in Scott's mind. You I don't think he get, loves me as much. I would like to get Our behind bugs. a movement that is against the systemic racism. I would like to get behind a movement that, uh, you know, does it in the correct manner and is actually after th- positive goals. And I just don't feel this movement is the one that that's uh, that's going to do that. I agree with Boggs Again, on this one. I, I think there is a good portion of that community that doesn't condone that. That doesn't. I would agree, but it's one of those things where um, it's it's a matter of where you put your your money. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that really is your support. And if it's one of those things where sure they may be like, well, man, that really sucks that they're doing violent stuff. But it's the only. If I feel like sometimes it's like the same thing we're talking with the presidential debate. Like, what choice do they have other than to support that movement? Man, make an alternative. Like, get some black leaders to get up and be like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do this. The way MLK would have done this. We're going to do this by sitting in the cafes and just doing this peacefully. And you know what? I, I'm sure you guys have talked about the Colin Kaepernick thing, but mm-hmm. dude, that's that's one such individual that is doing something that's positive. And he's getting drilled for it by people that we all kind of know are racist, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're, you know, everybody, all of them say the same shit. They're all like, they say exactly what I said, basically. Oh, I don't like this movement because it's violent. But then when somebody does something like this, they don't see it as peaceful protest. They see it like some... It's like an attack on Christmas. You know what I mean? You're attacking her flag. Yeah, because of systemic problems that that flag is representing. And has for 50, 60, 70, 100 years. Yeah. Showing up, mofo. And as far as the debate goes... I just don't care about <laughs> either of them. All right, we're gonna Boggs's mission is to watch the vice presidential one. And he's gonna come back and report to us. That's not <laughs> happening. I'm done. Uh, I mean, just to encapsulate the whole Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, I I understand that that is a very directed uh, at you know law enforcement and the way that they handle the African American community and all that stuff. But I think. What boils more down to is something that nobody really talks about that much. And again, it's education and opportunity. I think a lot of those problems go away if you bring that kind of stuff into the black community. Opportunity and education. I would absolutely get behind that because I feel like that's literally true for every community. 
Um, and that one more than you know that the shitty thing though is and this this is the answer but it's not the answer that they want and that's that this is not a problem that is ever going to get fixed for the upper echelon generations of uh, african-american communities or any community this is a this is a fix that will make sure that your kids don't have to do this this is an issue that won't be solved for 18 years you know what i mean this is going to take a class or two of, of people to come through high school that have access and opportunity available to them because they didn't get in trouble in school and they have credentials that say they're qualified to work. Nah, it's not going to mean shit. There won't be a country. <laughs> there won't be a country in after Trump serves his second term anyway. Yeah, so. that, that's definitely true. Well, I just to, to fucking go out on this note. Like I said. uh you guys better enjoy the fuck out of us while you got us, because we got about a month and a half more run, because every fucking week, the polls are looking closer and closer, and I, like I was telling Eric before we started the show, I was watching the uh, 538 Nate Silver's um, polling and stuff, and unfortunately, because this is only, this is the Wednesday, two days after the debate, we don't really have a lot of the new polls coming in, because usually it takes about three or four days of polling to get their averages uh, but from what Nate Silver's showing, we're literally, right now, it's maybe a one or two state swing from Trump winning this whole fucking thing. So, um, good luck, America. We're getting there. <laughs> Every day, we're getting a little closer and a little closer. So, we'll see. Maybe after these all these debate uh, polls from the states start coming in, we'll see a little bit of a swing. But um, right now, it's real fucking tight, man. So, all right, good luck to us. On that Hope. note, good night, everyone, and wake the fuck up, America. Whoa, uh, shit. Hope you enjoyed it. Boggs just dropped the mic and walked off. Check out our friends at Podlocked. I was going to have Boggs like, <laughs> do a little sign-off with the for the fans. He just, did but, you hear that? That was him leaving. Yeah. He just shut the door. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? Did I piss him off? <laughs> did we have another person quit the show? No, I'm kidding. Um... Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Time. Check out Poblocked. Um Yeah. Yeah, uh, that too. Boggs says he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it for him. Alrighty, folks. Have a good week. Go fuck yourself. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, and fuck Boggs, too.